This is Bob Rourke with Business Leaders Podcast, and today we have Jamie Zalman. She is the founder and president of Titan CEO. She is co-hosting, again, on this special series where we interview the Titan 100. And we have as our guest this morning, Katie Burpo. She is the CEO and founder of Gold Star Learning Options. Jamie and Katie, good morning. Good morning. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. I think, Katie, we'll just jump straight into it. Tell us a bit about your business and who you serve. Gold Star Learning Options is an agency for individuals with developmental, intellectual, and mental health needs. And so what that means is we have a multitude of services. And what makes Gold Star a little bit unique is we offer lifespan services. So that's from birth through adulthood. And that's for families to be able to access through all transitions of life intervention for behavior, educational, academic, social-emotional support, community intervention, vocational training, and really finding a purpose in life for all these kids and adults. Wow. All I can think of is from here to here. That's like an 80-year time span, or it can be. And I think about the challenge of families that are faced with developmental issues and how they find resources and informed experts to help them on their journey. So I think that's fascinating because what I usually hear about is specific applications on narrow sectors. You have a learning disability, you have this, you have that, and they serve that part and they don't do the lifespan issue. So well done. Thank you. Yeah, and just to brag on Katie, I know that (laughs) she recently mentioned to me that they just hired one of their students. That's Way cool. He was the first individual who really inspired me to add services where they're really, really needed and how they need to be delivered. And so we have so many different examples of individuals, but one very powerful moment is when I received a job application from one of our participants in our program. And it has been so inspiring and just a true demonstration of what real services look like to excel a life and find purpose throughout the life. Again, I think about drinking your own Kool-Aid and you have a student that comes out of what you do and says not only that, but they're employed here too. So we absolutely walk the talk and I think that's incredibly important. Well done. Well done. Yeah, it's a great testament to what you do. That's why I wanted to brag on you for a second. Thanks for mentioning, Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're going to find it's pretty easy to brag on you this morning. So, yeah, we'll embarrass you if we can. Oh, goodness. (laughs) So, um, Jamie. Yes. She's a Titan 100. Mm -hmm. She is. She is a 2020 Titan 100. We are very excited to include Katie in this list. And for those of you that are listening or watching, I've got a copy of the Titan 100 book here, which I am showcasing, and Katie is featured inside this book, recognizing Colorado's top 100 CEOs and C-level executives, 100 titans of industry. Clearly, Katie is doing amazing things in her industry, which makes her a titan. So Katie, as we kick off things, I always like to ask every Titan 100 that comes on to this podcast series, What characteristics do you believe it takes to be considered a titan of industry? 
Well, thank you, Jamie. And I'm truly honored to be included in this group and inspired by how you have supported a lot of the Titans that have come to pass. And to be included in that group really does make you reflect. And I love when you ask this question because every time it makes you dive into yourself and look at the people that surround you. And so passion and vision stands out so huge with the Titans that everyone has a story and being able to drive that forward and keeping that sense of self to keep that passion. There's a reason why we're here. Dedication and determination is necessary to be a Titan. You have to keep moving forward and dedicated to what that passion is, what your mission is, why you're still here. Adaptability, that is a big theme and a lot of Titans have really commented on being flexible, being adaptable, and that has to happen in business altogether. But especially this year in 2020, it's more important now than ever. And it truly resonates with the Titans on how they've implemented that. And one huge thing, especially to Jamie's credit, keep growing, surround yourself with the people that are going to help you grow and give yourself a chance. When you really surround yourself with those people, you reignite that fire. And that's what Titan does. I love it. And Jamie, we were talking about rekindling the fire before the episode. And so, <laughs> you know, eh, yeah, the fire's burning down a little bit. We got to figure out how to stoke the fire a little bit. So Katie, one of the things I think is always fascinating is the story. How did you get from there to here? What drove you or motivated you to take in and start the Goldstall Learning Options Company? Well, uh, great question, Bob. And I don't really deviate. When I get an idea, I don't move away from it. And in second grade, my sister, who has Angelman syndrome, she has highly impacted developmental disabilities. And it was very interesting for my family. She didn't have a diagnosis, just global developmental delay. Might be autism, might not be autism. Well, it's definitely not autism, so we're not quite sure where to help her. So in second grade, she had some troubles accessing her speech therapy without me. So I would go with her. And that's when I decided I will be a speech therapist. This is what I want to do. I love language. And so that's what I'm going to do. Everything that I did moving forward was helping my sister. She truly was my inspiration to even start out. Going to school in college, I continued on my path, continued on my journey, all the while working with my sister, Missy. And she is now 31, almost 32 years old. And she has so many quirky little behaviors and has truly led me to that it's not an option to ever fail. I can never fail her. And there were no options for my family. Our therapy looked like the dining room table on Sundays and going through our schedules. Who's going to care for her? Who's going to help her? Why does she say things this way? Why does it take three hours to go to bed? And we identified that she doesn't use her tongue. And so that was really fun balancing out. And those were our conversations growing up. And it was all about Missy. She was the center. She was our world. And she kind of had to be. And we had to pull together. And for families to not have any resources or options, it was really a struggle. 
and we made it work. We have a fantastic family. Missy is unbelievably awesome. And so as I finished college, I started working in kind of the behavioral field that was through college and as I graduated and thinking how closely related communication and functional communication and speech therapy were related to the behavior world. So several years going through that, I entered the school districts to become speech therapist. And it doesn't look like it does in my head. It was a lot of paperwork. And you would see kiddos 20 minutes here, 15 minutes here, whatever's in their IEP. There was a lot of restriction and limitations on communication with the families and how you can support the families and how excited you are to tell the family something about some sort of success, but you have to wait for the appropriate meeting to do so. Yes, you have emails to and from, but I really wanted to be with the kids. I wanted to make a difference. Speech therapy didn't look like it did in my head in second grade. It was definitely glorified. So I went back to private practice and looking at home-based speech therapy. And so that was really working with individuals. Well, behavior is such a huge component. And so I moved away from just the home services because I can see one kid here is about five to seven kiddos a day, a lot of driving. And really, it was a lot of help with the parents on how am I going to do this? How am I going to get them to OT? Well, the OT won't come here anymore. Well, now the ABA therapist is going to come. They have to switch their days. And so it was a lot of helping the families through it. And then as individuals are aging out, and we saw this personally with my family, where are they going to go when they're turning 15, 16? Where are they going to go? Parents are starting all over again. So we keep moving. And then I worked as a director of a behavior agency, and it still wasn't hitting the mark. It was a lot of pediatrics, and kids had to transition out as they were going into adolescence. So again, it leaves us to how do we help our families? And bringing them to the clinic wasn't working. So I started Gold Star Learning Options to try to address the problem. What's the problem? How are we going to fix it? I was going to start with a small caseload just for me and my family so I could really get back to my passion and make a difference. Well, I'm only one person. And the way that therapy started being talked about, it was working. And it was extremely beneficial and supportive to families. And it was bringing moms and dads back to work again because they had support and they had intervention and their kids were growing. And here we are today. Pretty fascinating. You know, I think about all the things that weren't said as you were going through that. The 504 issues, the mainstreaming in schools. Parents do oftentimes have to work for a living, oddly enough. The change of the regulations midstream. That used to work last year. It doesn't work this year. You're at your limit this year and on and on. And I think about trying to take and get these kids the help that they require to make a difference in their lives, let them live up to their potential and so on. And all of those things that you talk about in your journey and a lot of the things that you don't talk about, folks that haven't traveled that path, it's hard for them to understand the challenges and the interrupts and the kids over here going, I don't understand. Tough stuff. Well done. I like it. So. I'm really blessed that it didn't look like you thought it did in your head because <laughs> if it had, we wouldn't have Gold Star Learning Options today, which you founded in 2011. So for the listeners, Katie, 
So you've told us about how you founded it and why and the passion and everything that drove you. But the employee base that you have now, the number of families that you serve, paint a picture for the listeners of what you've been able to build Gold Star today. Being in every role that I can think of that impacts this group, it is really part of adding individuals across the spectrum. So some of those in-between kids that maybe don't qualify for the IEP, but you get the 504. And so then it's the fighting and working towards some of the things that are going to help your kid when you don't know all the options that are out there. And so being a sister and a family member, moving into clinics, seeing the behavior world, being part of the parent group. Now, my son has sensory processing disorder and anxiety disorder. And so now I'm added with the parents that can't find the balance of, well, it's not severe enough to qualify for XYZ. How do you get all of these individuals help? So we have individuals with ADHD, high-impacted autism. We have dual diagnosis. We have mental health. We have dual diagnosis mental health. We have a deaf program. We have our little learners program, which has changed exponentially what school looks like for kids going into kindergarten with a true behavior-based and communication-based little learner program. And all the way through our adult program where we have our vocational route, our volunteer route, and our community purpose route. And our adult program is called Living with Purpose. Wow. In a nutshell. How, How many families do you serve across the state? We currently have 153, several on the wait list, and we serve from Longmont to Castle Rock. So we have families all over. We have employees all over, very passionate employees that are here for a reason and across the spectrum of disabilities, needs, wants, schedules. It's incredible. What an impact that you're making. So you've learned a lot along the way as you've obviously navigated things and probably more than most businesses have to learn to navigate. So I'd like to ask if you could go back 10 plus years at this point of experience and offer your less experienced self advice about leading or building gold star learning options, what advice would you offer yourself and why? That it's okay when everything doesn't look like it's supposed to. It's kind of the premise and expect. I think expect things to go awry, to go wrong, expect to fail. And I think that not taking it in inward and really getting to an obsessive place of how am I going to fix this? I'm going to fix everything. It's become more of a, whoops, that didn't work kind of situation. And building and leading the team, it's not up to me to fix everything. It's about guiding and supporting and empowering your team, because that's how you get your mission and your vision forward. That when they feel confident, when they know what to do, when you can empower your team to help you, everybody works towards the same goal. And it's not my responsibility to fix everything. It's my responsibility to help identify what the vision is, why maybe something failed. And it's okay that it failed. Because failure only happens when you completely give up. And that's not an option for me. So I think it's become not an option for my team. 
And that has proven time and time again through this year on just their perseverance and dedication to what we do, who we serve, and why to keep going forward. So don't take the time to try to make something how it should look or what your expectation was. Expect it not to look right. Bob, spoken like a true titan. I think about the iterative lesson. When you work with a kiddo that comes in and the folks go, we don't know, but this is what we see. And you go, well, we may have seen this, this, and that. And you may get like a new variable. And you go, we thought it was this. But after iterating and working with this kiddo, now we see that there's like a dose of salt over here, a little bit of pepper over here, a little different recipe for this kid. And so you iterate your regimen for this kid based on observation and adjustment. The kid really seems to blossom under this particular issue or or protocol. And I think for the business, I'm going to shift a little bit from one of the things I wanted to ask you is this year with all of the, the COVID issues, it seems like it's been an accelerant for adjustment to whatever this might be as the new normal. Would you like to comment on what you guys are doing given you've been issued the variable COVID restrictions and capabilities for your team and how you serve? Yes. The biggest thing is we had many, many conversations and gaining question. I asked so many employees because I myself really needed to help guide around what's essential, who is essential, who gets that golden ticket. And that was painful. It was very painful for my entire staff. And for myself, because the answer is, they all are. Everyone needs help. Everyone needs services. And going through and thinking how many families are not going to have options when everybody's pulled home and these family members are not used to spending day in, day out with their kiddos. Some of them very highly impacted. School support, now we we're limited on being able to have home visits. And so trying to follow that along and adding individuals. But we have such an incredible, innovative team that really resonated their passion. We have created outdoor programs, especially in the summertime. That's the biggest time where we almost double in our family supports and in terms of clientele. So summer was canceled and we had to pivot (laughs) just a little bit. We had front yard activities. We have some of our employees who created social groups and social games via telehealth. And we had a lot of families thinking, okay, that's not going to work. Computer's not going to work. Telehealth is not going to work. We're not going to make progress. But what we have discovered is that really interesting environment. We have some individuals that their entire program changed and they are thriving. This new platform is working for them. We wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for COVID, but we had to look at the entire caseload, all of our families, and there were individuals who were absolutely essential. If we did not provide in-person services, the physical impact to families would have been dire. And so we had at 25% capacity, people coming to the office and clinics space. We had our little learner program because those are little bitty guys that you interrupt those services, then it's going to be a challenge. And then we had 
some of our adults who either their caregivers were essential themselves and they have to have somewhere to go. Or if they didn't have continued consistency, that again, it would be dire for their caregivers. So balancing out who's essential and who is not is painful. But my team, the entire Gold Star team just inspired me as well. And I spent a lot of my time empowering them and helping to remind them that this is not forever. This is today, we'll get through it. Let's control what we can control and we will get through this. And so just keeping them motivated. A lot of learning through adversity. You are definitely a positive beacon for you and your team. It's incredible to hear all of the positives that you're mentioning as a result of all the adversity that you've continued to face, which is inspirational. How do you find the motivation to stay positive, Katie? Is there a quote that you find meaningful or something that you use to channel positivity? It doesn't necessarily channel the positivity, but it inspires for the now. It has been so interesting where the now comes in, that so many things have been left undone. And again, to your credit, Jamie, it's working on yourself and working on the business is so important rather than just working in it day to day. And that's something that's so huge. But one big thing that showed up through COVID is actually a quote by George Herbert, which is a poet in the 1600s, and he has a lot of good little gems. One is, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work with whatever tools you may have at your command, and better tools will be found as you go along. And working with that is just inspirational that the theme is act now. And now is the time. You can hem and haw over it, and you can leave it in discussion world, for however long, but the time is now. Rip the Band-Aid off, we gotta do it now, take action. And that's something that keeps things moving forward. I love it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of Band-Aids being replaced in this current environment, for sure. Before I forget, how do people find you on social media? On social media, we are at Gold Star Learning Options, and I am Katie Civilic Burpo on Facebook. We have Gold Star Learning Options on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we actually work alongside a foundation to help us get a permanent facility and called Infinity Foundation. So our links can be found on Infinity Foundation also. And that's infinitycolorado.org. And Gold Star is gsloinc.com. That'll have, help them find you, and we'll have show notes, so they can find it in the show notes as well. As we come to a close here, at some point in time, we're going to iterate past what we've been issued with COVID. What do you see the future for Gold Star and going forward from here? Thank you, Bob. It is really important, and it has shown up so loud and proud right now how important it is to gain a functional and accessible facility for our participants, for Gold Star, for our families to be able to actually access a multitude of services. We are very, very limited and restricted in our space. And so our partnership with Infinity Foundation, we are really looking to gain a permanent facility 
that we can adapt and create our programs without the limitations of kind of the warehouse environment and field that we are right now and having an outdoor space. And it is so important, even if our new normal is COVID. We were so limited on what we could provide families and some families just needed their kiddos out of the house and where we take them, how, how we can help serve them is huge. Being able to have other interventionists come in and work with Gold Star and be a team. We need a permanent facility that we are not moving from every other year. In 10 years, almost 10 years, we have moved five times into larger and larger spaces and it's not functional. It's not handicap accessible. It's hard. It's hard on our employees. It's hard on our kiddos. So our big hopes, our big dreams is to gain a community setting that is a permanent setting for everybody so that we can really expand and really make this program what it's meant to do. And so we have big dreams, big hopes with Infinity Foundation to help us get there and make it happen. And you will get there. And I'm excited that we'll do another podcast in some time and all of this future talk will now be past tense and we'll be talking about all the big successes that Gold Star has had. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'd be so excited. <laughs> Again, congrats on being a Titan 100. Very clear, Jamie, as to why I get yeah. it. I love the passion and commitment to providing solutions to these families and these kiddos. It's just inspiring to see. So thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to visit with us and tell us about your company and your efforts. Jamie, you got anything to close with? Yeah. So if you want to learn more about Katie and the rest of our Titans, you can visit www.titan100.biz. You can read more about Katie's story and her profile right on our website. You can also download a copy of the book and see the entire electronic version online. It's free to download and read more stories from all of our inspirational titans here in the Colorado metropolitan area. Katie, thank you so much for being here with us this morning. You're awesome. I love what you do. You are an inspiration to everyone in this community, and we're so excited to champion what you do and where you're taking Gold Star Learning Options. Thank you so much, Bob and Jamie. This has been really great, and I'm inspired by both of you. So thank you very much for your time.